Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And away we go. Football Friday. Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. It's kind of crazy. This is the second to last football Friday of the season. You know, next week doesn't really count as a uh, football Friday because... Like, what, are we going to get you set for the Pro Bowl? Like, no. Are we going to get you set for the Super Bowl next week? Not really. Like, you don't have a game, a game of actual importance. So we do have conference championship weekend, uh, obviously, on Sunday. I'll be in Baltimore for the Ravens and the Chiefs. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter for all the -the behind-the-scenes access, at Zach Gelb, Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. And then after that, you got the uh, Lions going to Santa Clara to go up against the San Francisco 49ers. So we'll have Ryan Horvat join us coming up in about 20 minutes from now. We'll do some NFL picks. I kicked Horvat's ass last week. I think he went 0-4, and, and I went 3-1. and We went head-to-head in three games, and the one game we agreed on, we both got wrong picking the Buffalo Bills. So you can always give us a call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, if you want to chime in on conference championship weekend. And uh, when you take a glance at the uh, games this weekend, I the teams that are under the, the most pressure, it's the Ravens and then it's obviously uh, the San Francisco 49ers. You, you look at this matchup uh, on both sides, the AFC and the NFC, the Chiefs lose this game. I know there will be people that will be like, oh, wasted opportunity for the Chiefs, but it's really not. This Chiefs team this year, who are, they, who are they throwing the ball to? You know, I know Travis Kelsey found the fountain of youth last week, and he got the two touchdowns, and planted players make planted plays, and big-time players make big-time plays, and that's what Kelsey did, even though this has not been a successful season for him. It's been successful off the field. Hey, you're going home with Taylor Swift. Uh, you have now embraced yourself in the Swifty culture, which I guess we have as well, because we were on Entertainment Tonight last night as they did a, uh, a piece about our interview with Drew Tranquil of the Kansas City Chiefs, where Drew Tranquil said maybe uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are in love. It seems like uh, maybe they are actually in love. So that thing went viral. And also, the DJ plays Taylor Swift songs at practice, and the guys kind of uh, poke fun a little bit at Travis Kelsey. But it is kind of wild that now when you go into conference championship weekend, like, Stu, I know you're a Swifty. So this is not actually a fair question to uh, to probably ask you because you could be biased here. 
But in your opinion, what's the biggest story of conference championship weekend? As we enter conference championship weekend, I think the four stories that are on the table, Lamar's quest to try to go win his first Super Bowl. Then you have this, like in no order, the city of Detroit looking to get to the Super Bowl. And it's just crazy that they're here. You then have the Shanahan factor where he has not won a Super Bowl as a head coach. And right, he has Brock Purdy, who a lot of people view as a game manager. I don't care what you call him. You keep on winning. I don't give a rat's ass what you call him. And then it's the continuation of the greatness of the Kansas City Chiefs as they start to become a dynasty, just needed one more Super Bowl. But you know that the most content and the things that will produce the most views this weekend has nothing to do with anything on the field. It's going to be Taylor Swift walking into that stadium in Baltimore, sitting in the luxury box with, I'm assuming, right, Jason Kelsey, Donna Kelsey. I'm sure Kylie Kelsey will be there as well. Ed Kelsey is always a forgotten guy here. I saw some video of uh, Ed Kelsey changing the channels in the uh, in the luxury box, and he looked like every everyone's dad when they get a little bit older, they get a little bit tired, and they're flipping channels. He was just doing it in front of, what, like 70,000 people at a football game in Buffalo. But that storyline of Taylor Swift, whether you like it or not, it is, it's been the biggest story of the NFL this year, which is nuts, nuts with how popular the NFL is. And sometimes like I'm in my isolated world, right? Where football is king, nothing tops the NFL. They always have like 48 of the top 50 TV programs of the year, all, all that stuff, whatever the numbers are. But the biggest story of this NFL season so far in a crazy way has been this relationship and this romance with Taylor Swift and also with uh, with Travis Kelsey. It's wild. It really is. It's crazy. I, I do think that's the biggest story. <laughs> that's what the most people are going to clamor to. I mean, in a football sense, I think it's definitely the the Ravens quest and getting Lamar over yeah. hump. But it's... <laughs> From a football standpoint, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think the bigger storyline here, if let's just say it's between the Ravens and it's between uh, the 49ers. Yeah. What's the biggest storyline? Shanahan trying to get that ring or Lamar trying to get that ring? I think it's Lamar. I agree. Players the, usually went out over coaches. Yeah, players over coaches, quarterback over coach. And I, I think you can, if Shanahan wants to, he could, not that he will make that case himself, but people will say, oh, he doesn't have a quarterback and he's never really had that quarterback. Now he drafted a quarterback high that didn't work out. He's on um, the Cowboys. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, for Lamar, it's going to be, you know, the narrative, what has been that he can't, you know, get over the top, and that's going to probably continue if he doesn't win, uh, when they have the number one seed and have the home field. Yeah, so, so you're, you're, you're probably right. I would say from an individual standpoint, and I think it changes from week to week, but overall from a whole, from these next two games, assuming Lamar gets the Super Bowl, and if he doesn't, it's the thing that we're going to be probably talking about right off the gate. Uh, right out of the gate on Monday when we get in there at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on the Zach Gelb Show. I think from an individual standpoint, there's no individual in the NFL with more pressure on them right now than Lamar Jackson. But would you agree with this? The team with the most pressure is actually the San Francisco 49ers. Now, you can make a case, you don't know when the Ravens will be back here again. Because the last two years, right, Lamar was hurt, now he's healthy, and they're... They look like the best team in football. They've been the best team in football. They defeated, and not only defeated, but they beat the crap out of the San Francisco 49ers. 
But even though Lamar is the most individual person in football with the most pressure on him, I think the team factor is the 49ers, even with losing and getting embarrassed by the Ravens, because of the fact that they've been knocking on this door the last few years. And you don't want to be one of those teams that many people have anointed them the best team in the league or or one of the best teams in the league that then you turn out to be one of the best teams in the league that never got the job done. And they've been to a few NFC title games. They won one NFC championship. They had a 10-point lead in January or February of 2020, right before the world uh, basically just shut down for a while. And they had a 10-point lead with seven and a half to play, and they choked. And look at the storylines from that. You go from Jimmy G to Trey Lance, then back to Jimmy G, then the emergence of Purdy. They don't win this year. Isn't it similar to Buffalo? Well, then you'll start to say, well, when will they win? And I think we got to be fair there. Like everyone last week said, up oh, the Bills, they couldn't, if they can't beat Kansas City now, they'll never beat Kansas City. Well, if the Niners can't win a Super Bowl this year, when are they going to win a Super Bowl? And I get it. They lost to the Ravens, but how many times do people give you that old adage, oh, it's tough to beat a team twice in a season. So if you get the Ravens again, in theory, you should be able to split when you go up against the 49ers. So from an individual standpoint, I will say Lamar is the most pressure on him. From a team standpoint, I don't think there's any team with more pressure on them, even knowing that the Ravens are the best team than the San Francisco 49ers. And could you have imagined last week, let's just say the 49ers didn't win that game and Brock Purdy didn't come alive in the fourth quarter. We would have had a week where the Bills blew another opportunity to take down Kansas City, but that wouldn't have been the biggest story. You know, maybe we would have talked about it first on Monday because the game happened on Sunday, but the biggest story out of last week would have been the Packers with Jordan Love taking care of business against the 49ers because, no, like, no one. I, I plus the points with the Packers. No one, though, was picking the Green Bay Packers to win that game, and it would have been another choke job by Kyle Shanahan. All righty. I'm probably going to regret doing this, but I'm looking at a moment for entertainment potentially. And sometimes when you give a mouse a cookie, they ask for a glass of milk. And that's the perfect book that would describe the man that is running the board today in Jack Stern. But Jack Stern is a very emotional man. And I saw some emotions from him. You know, it's good. At least he's not yawning on this show today. There's some other shows that he may be yawning and then he gets yelled at. And you shouldn't be yawning when any of the uh, shows are here on CBS Sports Radio because 24-7, we provide a very entertaining lineup. But I saw out of the corner of my eye, Jack Stern looking visibly upset, visibly upset when I said the biggest storyline from the NFL this season is Taylor Swift. So I'm sure Jack Stern is now going to basically sound like Tony Dungy did last week. Why are you so annoyed? You are young, right? You're supposed to be fun. Why are you so annoyed with Taylor Swift? I just feel like there's too much hype around this one woman. I mean, she's very attractive. She's beautiful. She's a fantastic singer. She's one of the best performers out there. She's an icon. But at the end of the day, she is a human being. Maybe it's just me inside saying nobody should be worshipped. I don't care if you're the president, a celebrity, or whatever. But it's like... As Jack tries to get worshipped every day around here. What are you talking about, you hypocrite? Yeah, I know. I am a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how it goes. It's do as I say, not as I do, right? Yes. Especially when so, I'm talking. So you're more just so awed 
like, excuse me, in awe that there could be this much attention about one person. Yeah, exactly. Like, how are you getting so excited about one singular individual? She's not curing cancer. She's not making rocket ships and taking us to outer space. She is creating, though, great music. She's doing great things. So do you not like Taylor Swift? I'm more of a Miley Cyrus fan. I think Miley's a little bit more humble. She shows her personality. Stop talking for a second. The views of Jack Stern do not reflect the views of the Zach Gelb <laughs> show on CBS Sports Radio. I just want no, to be crystal clear about that. I like Miley Cyrus. I actually, two Super Bowls ago, went to, it was a Green Day concert with Miley Cyrus. I thought Miley Cyrus actually would have been the finishing act there. She opened up for Green Day. I love Green Day. And it was a phenomenal concert. But I know the power of the Swifties. I have seen, I can't tell you how many people that I haven't talked to in years this week have reached out to me or have slid into my DMs. I've been perusing Twitter. I've been perusing TikTok. You know, all the social media uh, platforms this week have been talking about our interview with Drew Tranquil just talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. So it shows you the power of the Swifties. Now, I'm going to strike what he just said from the record. Is I think that's the term. We're going to strike that from the record yeah, in the court so term. You, you, you're allowed to have uh, that opinion. That's fine. I just don't want it to infiltrate the Swifties and then have them going after you. Actually, that would actually be pretty fun, Stu. We could kill two birds with one stone here. We, we, we could have the Swifties team up with us and then also take out Jack Stern. Oh, that's pretty good. That's not too bad. I like that. Yeah, that would yeah, be fun. That, uh, so maybe we should let you keep on talking a little bit more. I don't need more enemies around here, okay? Yes. I'm trying to make friends and <laughs> The be haters going to hate, and they like to hate Jack Stern. <laughs> All right, that's a Taylor Swift song. But I, I will agree with you on one thing, Jack, and that's a sentence I never thought I would say on CBS Sports Radio. I will agree with one thing, Jack. It is amazing to me how she, she lives in New York City. Um, her apartment, just judging off the videos, has to be 15 blocks or less from from where I live in New York City. Just seeing like some of the familiar sights and places when when she walks out of her apartment and some of it looks familiar. It is crazy how you would stand outside someone's personal home, right? Like their personal space and try to have an interaction with them. Or like they're so like she can't even walk to her car without thousands of fans lining up outside of her home. So, like, that's the one part to me that is very bizarre. But I understand why people love her because she's talented, she's sweet, and she's awesome. And she's a mega, mega star, and she is an absolute icon. Now, you know what I'm going to try to do on Sunday. I'm covering this game. I got to find out where the entrance is. Now, this is going to be hypocritical when Taylor Swift walks into the stadium because it would be pretty cool to get some content of, of her walking into the stadium. And, you know, I, I know Jason Kelsey a little bit, you know, from my time covered in Philadelphia. Maybe Jason sees me, recognizes me, and then invites me up into the luxury box to uh, drink a cold one with him. Now, I don't think I'll be taking off my shirt, but if Jason Kelsey asked me to take off my shirt, I'd probably have to do it. Oh, that would be some crazy, crazy views. You know, some people do say, Stu, I have a body that resembles Dave Canales, the new head football coach of the uh, Carolina Panthers. <laughs> now, we all know I look nothing like Dave Canales, and Dave Canales is actually a really good-looking guy, but I do a weekly spot on WFNZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In Charlotte on Football Fridays with Mac and Bone, one of the best morning shows in the country, and WFNZ is a powerhouse of a radio station. Um, it is funny that one of the biggest things on their show when talking about the Panthers hiring Dave Canales was just his looks and how good-looking of a guy he is. So if you want to see me go toe-to-toe with uh, Dave Canales, you know, just have me and Jason Kelsey standing side-by-side chugging some brews this upcoming weekend as uh, we see what's going to play out in the AFC and NFC championship game. So the individual with the most pressure this weekend is Lamar. The team with the most pressure is the San Francisco 49ers. What say you? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We will take a break. Maybe I should just go with how I was saying this guy's name, Ryan Horvat because he was better at picking games when I called him that instead of last week. I don't know what happened. I went three and one. We we won't even mention what, what Horvat did. You know, I'll let him speak for himself when he joins us five minutes from now, right now on the Zach Gelb show on CBS sports radio. All righty, rocking and rolling. It is the Zach Gelb show coast to coast on CBS sports radio. I thought I was going to go four and oh last week. I thought I was. I also think I'm going to go four and oh each and every week. That's just what happens when you pick games, but we will take a three and one week. And now joining us, the host of BetMGM tonight via BetQL, and that is Ryan Horvat here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Ryan, what's shaking? Not too much, Zach. I have to come on here and defend myself. It was it was a rough week last week against the spread, but hey, we had some player props. Mike Evans, most receiving yards. Baker Mayfield, most passing yards. So it wasn't even a losing weekend, and I have to come on here on my final appearance on a football Friday and defend myself. Yeah, I was just kind of teasing with you. you know, <laughs> blind squirrel finds a, a nut once in a while. I don't know what yeah. you are uh, on the season. Um, I know I'm 31-27-2, which is pretty damn good. I didn't know I was doing that. Well, I know you joined us halfway through, uh, but there's been a lot of winning weeks for Ryan Horvat. He is still one of the preeminent betting voices when it uh, happens uh, inside uh, the Odyssey uh, umbrella of all the stations that we do have. So uh, I will still give you your praise. But I'm telling you, you get on me for not knowing how to pronounce your name or your family not even knowing how to pronounce your names. This could be the curse of the Horvat Horvat, and you may never win a game again. Yeah, no, I don't know about that. But I will make up the losing week, hopefully this week with some player props, some sides, some totals. But uh, in two weeks, Super Bowl week, 
if you're out in Las Vegas. I'll buy you a couple of drinks. Maybe I'll even buy you a nice dinner. Maybe I'll buy you oh, a nice... Oh, you're going to Vegas? I am. I'll be there for the entire but, week. Well, you don't have to buy me dinner. Let, let's uh, link up, though, because I know that we've known each other for years, but I've never met you in person. Uh, let's have a, a drink or two, and uh, we'll, we'll get dinner one night. Uh, that would be awesome. That would be fun. Let's definitely do that. Let's do it. Really quick question for you on your own show. Are you a filet guy? Are you? Do you like the tomahawk? What, what kind of steak do you like? We, act- going out? we actually went out for a steak dinner uh, the other night, and we got a porterhouse that we split between three people, which was fantastic. Um, I love filet, but I, I usually like when my father cooks filet. I feel like sometimes when you go out to a restaurant, like just get in the filet. It sometimes comes out like a little bit smaller. There's better options, I think, when ordering steak at a restaurant. Filet's not my go-to, but I do enjoy uh, filet mignon. You want to get me a ribeye? You want to get me a, a porterhouse, a, a tomahawk? You know, I, I, you put steak in front of me. I'm not saying no. Put it that way. We'll do a couple of ribeyes then, and uh, we'll get a couple of drinks. I'm jealous. I've never met your dad, but man, I mean, like everything that you put online on yeah, social media cook. looks delicious, man. I'm yeah, so I'm. I'm, I'm actually annoyed. Uh, my sister's in town. Oh, that's not why I'm annoyed. To be clear, <laughs> uh, my sister well. and my niece are in town, and uh, we're going out for dinner tonight. And I was kind of trying to push. You know, why don't we just have Dad cook? Like, let's have Bob Gelb, uh, Chef Boomer as we call him, let him cook because the restaurant we're going to is good and I like going out to eat, but there's nothing like a home-cooked meal, especially when the person cooking is an elite chef. Yeah, so true. That is so true, man. I'm with you. I love going out to eat, especially though if you're doing steaks. I mean, going back to the filet thing, I would rather just make them myself and uh, yeah, that's the way to do it. I have breaking news for you. Okay. What do you think that is breaking news has to do with the NFL? Do you think it's coaching or do you think it's player related? I'm going to go it's coaching. I've been having a really good day. The one thing that I do not want for my football team, for my organization, would be the Green Bay Packers to make the hire of Brandon Staley as defensive coordinator. I'm guessing that's probably going to be the breaking news you're going to hit me with here. No, it is not. And and I will say, I don't think Brandon Staley, nothing against yoga. I like yoga. But doing Mm -hmm. the yoga poses in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, I, I just, I don't see that as a fit. In Green Bay. He could be their next offensive coordinator, but I don't see it as a fit. Uh, it's from Adam Schefter. Kyle Shanahan just said that 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel is off the injury report and will play Sunday's NFC Championship game up against the Detroit Lions. So I don't think anyone's surprised by this. I all uh, always thought that we believed that, uh, th- that um, Debo was going to play in the game. But the question just becomes how effective he is. But the fact that he's off the injury report in its entirety makes me think that this shoulder's not as big of a deal as the way that it was maybe portrayed this week. Yeah, and I mean, like, we saw the film yesterday, the film. We saw it come up on social media. You know, he was running routes and he looked okay, but it was a shoulder injury. So, obviously, you know, there was really no concern with the way that he was moving. But, um Yeah, and that's why we're seeing a little bit of an adjustment here. I mean, we saw the six and a halfs disappear. The spread's now seven. I'm wondering if we do get the seven and a half. I would assume that Debo's only worth half of a point to the market because he's a wide receiver, but he's so important in that offense, especially when you're going against a team that's going to play a bunch of zone defense. He's your zone beater, him and George Kittle. And the total as well went from 50 all the way up to 51 and a half. And I still like the over in that game, Mm -hmm. but uh, it was worth a point and a half, it looks like, to the total. All right, we'll get to the picks in just a second. By the way, you're already getting me in trouble. My sister just texted me. 
Uh-oh. She goes, so rude. Don't talk smack about us. I made them meatballs the other night. And I just responded back while you were giving such an eloquent answer, Ryan Horvat. That was positive, you dolt. Like, seriously, I gave a positive compliment. Just the way that I was trying to say it, at first it didn't sound right, so I clarified myself. But what was so, you could never win. You could, with family, I am the nicest person. I'm beloved by everyone in my family. And when you are Switzerland and you play peacemaker between everyone in the family, everyone just tries to throw it back in your face eventually. It's amazing. Yeah. What you were saying was you didn't want to go out to dinner. You wanted yeah. to have the meal at home so you could communicate better. You could have a better conversation, catch up. You go out, you know, it's harder to uh, pay attention to your company. So Absolutely. I, I, knew I, knew, I knew what you were doing there. Yeah, right. All righty. Uh, let's cue uh, up some uh, music here, some NFL music. And this is very sad. It's the final football Friday with Ryan Horvat because we'll be too busy at the Super Bowl. He'll be too busy at the Super Bowl, and uh, we won't have him on that football Friday. So let's start with the Chiefs and the Ravens. I thought earlier in this week when I was making my line of the game, I thought the Ravens were going to win this game by four points. And then Vegas came out with the spread of three, three and a half in favor of Baltimore. And it ended up going up to four points. So that's right where I think this game is going to be. So I have uh, went from going that this is going to be like a four-point game to increasing that ante a little bit. I will take the Ravens winning the game, and they will cover the spread. Baltimore laying the four. Give me the Ravens by a final score of 27 to 21 over the Kansas City. How about those Chiefs? Horvat, what do you got? Yeah, I think the fact that the spread went from three and a half to four is very telling. It's almost like they're begging, they're daring you to take the points with Patrick Mahomes. I know he picked up his first road win last week, but I don't like this matchup against Baltimore. I mean, I know Lamar Jackson's in in about a week, he's going to be named NFL MVP, which I did give out, by the way. But um, it's the defense, man, for Baltimore. They're so damn good. And I really like this matchup for Lamar. So I'm with you. I bet the Ravens. I actually bet the Ravens in the first half. I bet the Ravens full game. And I took the under in the game. But there's a player prop I like just as much as the side. I'll throw that out there really quick for my bad week last week. Lamar Jackson, I bet this 57 and a half. We're in the low 60s. I like his rushing yards. Kansas City's run defense, 26 and EPA per rush. 28th in success rate on zone read and design quarterback rushes. They really struggle to defend the quarterback runs. And Lamar Jackson's averaging almost six yards per carry on runs off tackle or outside the tackles, which is fourth in the NFL. He's also forced the most missed tackles on quarterback scrambles, which is the most efficient play in all football. So I think this is going to be a big game for Lamar. I think he beats Patrick Mahomes. I like the Ravens on the money line. I like the Ravens to cover the spread. And I like Lamar's uh, rushing total over and the under in the game as well. Oh, so you like the under in the game. So I had the over of 27 to 21. Uh, What is your score? Just wondering. I'll go here. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game as well. I'm going to go, you know what? I'll go Baltimore 20. I'll go KC 16 because I need them to cover the number. Actually, you know what? Dang, man. That's four. I'm going to have to go. Yeah. Oh, man. My score. Give me a, let's go. Let's go 21, 13. I think the Ravens. 13. Okay. Yeah, I think the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Ravens uh, bring this one home, and they win by more than a touchdown. So I'm actually going to this game, and I I know because I'm driving down. The weather's supposed to be horrible, rain. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago, when Kansas City had that uh, negative degree game uh, with the 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 minus thirty uh, wind chill, uh, wind chill, 
Um, yeah. You know, everyone looked at that. They're like, oh, Kansas City's receivers, they can catch the ball when it's 70 and sunny. How are they going to catch in the cold? But then their opponent was the Dolphins, who we know are a warm weather team. And Tua Tungavailoa was frigid in that game and couldn't do anything. Does the weather here benefit the Ravens, even though both these teams are used to bad weather, when you're supposed to have a lot of rain here and the Ravens are a really strong running team? Now, they could throw the football, too. Lamar has improved greatly as a passer. But for Kansas City, we know Mahomes is their bread and butter and drops have been an issue this year for the Chiefs. Yeah, I think the weather is going to favor Baltimore here. Also, the weather's been really weird. You know, I'm about like 25 minutes away from the stadium and today it's 70 degrees. Uh, it is wet, and I think the rain's going to be the story here. And, you know, Kansas City, like you said, they led the league. Their wide receivers did in drops this season. Their best wide receivers are rookie. I do think Kelsey's going to have a pretty big game here. I, I bet him to score a touchdown. It's even money. But I think it favors Baltimore, you know, because Kansas City struggles to defend the run, whereas Baltimore can shut down the run. They can make Kansas City one-dimensional. I think Mahomes is going to have to use his legs. I like his rushing yards as well. But I think the weather here is going to favor Baltimore. Also, I mean, that crowd in Buffalo was electric. You know, I love uh, the throwing of the snowballs at the opponent. It's great, but I think this whoa, whoa, whoa! You advocate throwing snowballs at players? Yeah, when they're coming into the tunnel, it's safe, man. It's better. Ah, than you're a degenerate. Oh, it's you're a savage. Better, like, hey, it's better than uh, back in the day, like when uh, batteries were throwing beer bottles or batteries at people. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the, the other thing here, man. Um, is I just I think this crowd is going to be absolutely electric in Baltimore. I think they're going to have a real home field advantage. I think it's going to be super loud. Nothing against the people of Buffalo. I love that fan base. I was cheering for them. I had the Bills uh, Super Bowl futures. But I think this Ravens uh, crowd is going to be ready to go, this fan base. So I think, uh, man, home field advantage, obviously Baltimore here coming up. So we're both on the Ravens laying four. We kind of both like them at four, but we're going to go with the Ravens. Man, if yeah. the Chiefs win this game, don't you have to pick them to win the Super Bowl? Because we've been yeah. fading the Chiefs for a while. I feel like then we have to wave the white flag, and then we'll end up losing the Super Bowl, probably betting. That's how it goes. Uh, what is it? Taylor Swift, uh, karma is the guy on the Chiefs. That would then be uh, some karma working against us if we finally end up picking the Chiefs next week or two weeks. Well, and, and really quick, I think the hedge there, the middle is, if we like Baltimore so much and we're betting big money on the Ravens, you're right. I think the winner of this game wins the Super Bowl. And I know how good the oh. Niners are, man. But I just think the AFC is so much better. These two teams are so much better. I think the move is Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl MVP, Worst price right now, 50 to 1. You could still get 66 to 1. Small, you know, throw a small little bet on that. I just feel like if the Chiefs do win, you know, I think it's going to either be Kelsey or Pacheco that wins Super Bowl MVP. And I can see it, man. You know, I put this out there that I could see him retiring, riding off into the sunset. I know he says he's coming back. He has a couple more good years. But I mean, if they win the Super Bowl, man. I don't know. I could see him maybe hanging it up. You know, it's crazy. There was like some talk show host here on CBS Sports Radio five weeks ago that said Jason Kelsey will retire at the end of the season. And I don't think his brother is that far behind him. I wonder who that guy was. He does afternoons on CBS Sports Radio. I have no clue whatever happened to him and whatever happened to his career. Uh, someone should uh, hire him. Though. You know, He's a phenomenal guy. You should give him a big fat contract like Tony Romo money or something like that. I do like yeah. your uh, Isaiah Pacheco touchdown. I have him and Lamar. Uh, forty dollars to win a buck eighty-three, and then I have Brandon Ayuk and Jameer Gibbs thirty to win one thirty-five in my two anytime touchdown parlays this week. So without further ado, Lions and 49ers, six thirty p.m. Eastern. You can listen to the game on many of these same stations via Westwood One. The Niners are a seven-point favorite. This is how I went about this game earlier in the week. I would have said I would have laid the number, kind of like how 
49ers and Packers early in the week, I said, lay the number. And then as the week did go on and we got closer and closer to the game, I said, hmm, the road team is alive, not only to cover, but to win the game outright. However, last week I did pick the 49ers to win, but win the game by a few points. And that ended up cashing. I feel the same way this week about the 49ers and the Lions. I think the 49ers win the game, but they don't cover the seven points. I am taking the Lions plus the seven. And I actually think that Jake Moody hits a field goal right at the end of the game. And the 49ers who are trailing end up taking the lead and they win the game in the final seconds, 24 to 23 over the Detroit Lions. So I would go 49ers 24, Lions 23. All right, I'm going to go. I think this is going to be a higher scoring game. I'm going to go San Fran 38. I'm going to go Detroit 24. I think San Francisco wins and covers the number. But really quick, let me make the case for the Lions because I could be wrong here, man. And I kind of want to see Detroit, especially we talked about this. We're going to be in Las Vegas. I would love to see those fans in Las Vegas. They deserve this, man. I mean, first playoff win since 1991, and now they're a game away from the Super Bowl. Here's how they win this game or at least keep it close. San Francisco on paper looks like the perfect team, but they have some issues on the offensive line other than Trent Williams. So I think Detroit's going to be able to get some pressure on Brock Purdy. I expect Brock Purdy to have a bounce back game, especially if it's not wet out. I think he's going to have a big game. But if they get pressure, man, force some turnovers, they could also shut down the run. They have a top 10 run defense. Maybe they could take Christian McCaffrey out of the equation. And then on the defensive side of the ball for San Francisco, we knew their secondary was a little shaky, but the run defense, you saw that last week. Aaron Jones had a game, and their run defense, if you look at it, 26 and expected points against and 24th in rushing success rate allowed. I think this is going to be a big game for Jameer Gibbs. So I took Gibbs over 44.5 rushing yards. I took Sam Laporta under 5.5 receptions because of Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. I think they'll take away the middle of the field. So Detroit's going to have to run the ball to keep this one close. Um, But I'm going to go with the Niners. I think it's Super Bowl or bust. I think, man, as crazy as it sounds, maybe this is the last legit shot they have at a Super Bowl with this roster. They might lose some guys next year. So I do like San Fran to win the game and cover. But I want to see Detroit get it done. Even as a Packer fan in the NFC North, I would love to see Detroit, man. They're the best story in football right now. So Horvat and I are both on the Ravens laying the four points. I take the Lions plus seven, but the Niners to win the game. Horvat takes the 49ers to pretty much blow out the Lions laying the seven points. I can't thank you enough, my friend, Ryan Horvat, the host of BetMGM tonight via BetQL. Sensational job all throughout the season here on CBS Sports Radio in your weekly spot. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Again, Lamar, over 64 and a half rushing yards. Pat Mahomes, longest rush, over 11 yards. Gibbs, over 22 and a half receiving yards. Oh, and George Kittle, over 61 and a half receiving yards. Even if Debo does play in this game, I don't think he'll be 100%. Thanks so much for having you, me. Uh, by the way, you better win Thanks. these bets because then I'm worried about your funds on that stake with how much you're betting right now. Hey, if we go undefeated, dinner on me. Hey, even if we have one loss this weekend, dinner and a bottle of wine on me in two weeks. Oh, wine and a dine me. How about that? I like it. Ryan Horvat, thanks so much. There he is from BetMGM tonight via BetQL. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Final segment of the day. This is Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. It's time to answer Ask the Pros question of the day. And it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Carl in Atlanta says, Zach, do you think it's a mistake that the Atlanta Falcons did not hire Bill Belichick and elected to go with Raheem Morris. You could submit a question by tweeting at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb using the hashtag AskThePros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. I do think it's a mistake because Arthur Blank wanted to hire him. Arthur Blank's preference when he started this search was to hire Bill Belichick. With all that being said, he allowed Rich McKay, who did win a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the early 2000s, and he's been in Atlanta since the mid-2000s, and he's been to a Super Bowl, but he hasn't won a championship trophy in Atlanta. So your owner wanted to do one thing, and then you listen to people in the organization who obviously didn't want Belichick because then they thought they would lose their job. So I understand why a guy like Rich McKay, where Belichick didn't want to report to Rich McKay or listen to Rich McKay or have anything to do with him, I understand why Rich McKay would then go to Arthur Blank, especially when he's in the ear of the owner and he has a great relationship with the owner, and then say, oh, I don't think we should hire Bill. Like, I totally get why he would do that because he's looking out for himself. But it doesn't mean that Arthur Blank should have listened. And Raheem Morris is, is definitely deserving of another head coaching opportunity. But with all that being said, I don't think it should have been the Falcons because their clear preference was Belichick. And then I was reading in the New York Post that even though Rich McKay won the battle versus Bill Belichick, Arthur uh, Blank then took care of McKay to avoid any potential issues that could arise in the future. McKay, the team CEO, is exiting the team's day-to-day football operations upon the, uh, the new hiring of coach Raheem Morris, who owner Arthur Blank chose over Bill Belichick. So I guess now um, Terry Fontenot and uh, Raheem Morris will report directly to Arthur Blank. So that's just bizarre. You let McKay win the power struggle, and now you're going another step further to uh, protect Rich McKay. Maybe you just shouldn't have listened to him. And maybe that's why the Falcons have been in the same old spot and uh, they're going to continue to be in the same old spot moving forward.
where they continuously do not get it right. So congratulations to Raheem Morris. I like Raheem Morris. I think Raheem Morris, and I've said this now for the last year or two, is definitely deserving of another head coaching job. But I don't understand why Arthur Blank, who's not going to have many more opportunities to do this just naturally because he's in his 80s, why Arthur Blank wanted Belichick, and then because Rich McKay didn't want him, that's enough for him to say, okay, I'm not going to hire Bill Belichick as the head coach. And the future of Belichick, it's now fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Because I don't think the commanders are hiring him. They're going to hire Ben Johnson, and the Seahawks aren't hiring him. If you're going to hire Bill Belichick, you should have never got rid of Pete Carroll. So you could have a hiring cycle where Vrabel and Belichick and Carroll all get shut out where there was a lot of jobs left. And the commander's a foregone conclusion that's going to be Ben Johnson. I think everyone would be shocked if it's not. For Seattle, there's been some speculation about Dan Quinn. And I think Vrabel could be in play there. So that's going to be fascinating to see what happens moving forward. Um, So today is actually four years since Kobe Bryant passed away. I will never forget where I was. I was at my grandparents' house, and my brother-in-law was in town. And I remember seeing a, a Twitter alert that Kobe Bryant has passed away. And I'm like, what? And you see something on Twitter, and just because it's on Twitter doesn't mean that it's real, especially now more than ever. And it was from someone that I wasn't familiar with. So I was like, oh, I, like how many times does, does someone report that someone died or something goes viral that someone died and then ends up being a hoax? Well, it wasn't. And then I remember the first thing I did, because I was working with Mike Biseglia at the time, longtime CBS Sports Radio producer now, um, you know, is uh, uh, producing podcasts. And I called Biseglia, who's like the biggest NBA fan that, that I've ever met. And I said, hey, there's a report out there. I don't know if it's verified or not that Kobe Bryant has passed away. And at first he was like, get out of here. Like, no way. Like, everyone didn't think that this was real. And unfortunately, it, it, it was real. And it's one of the more shocking moments that I could ever recall. And when I was on the phone with Biseglia, that's when the TMZ article dropped. And you could say what you want about TMZ. They don't get a lot of things wrong. And when TMZ had that Kobe Bryant passed away, it's even still to this day, four years later, it doesn't seem real. And I think the first time it hit me, and I remember, right, that story overtook the first day of Super Bowl week. And we had a lot of people that knew Kobe Bryant on the show uh, when we were in Miami. And, like, the conversations were obviously so emotional. Because, like, if you're 90 years old and you passed away, you lived a great life, you did everything that you could do. With the age Kobe was at, like, he was just finishing playing basketball, right? Now uh, being a great father, the relationship he had with his daughters, he got robbed of so much life. And still to this day, it doesn't feel real. Like, when I watched the... Uh, eulogies and the eulogy that his wife gave and Michael Jordan gave, like that's when it started to hit me. But still, you almost still feel as if Kobe is alive, but you know that's not the case. So, Stu, I know you're a big-time Lakers fan. I've never talked about this with you. Still four years later, like I I can't even find the words because Kobe was like bigger than life and meant so much to so many people, and it's just still surreal and almost unimaginable that we're living right now and we've lived for four years without Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't feel like four years either. I know the the whole COVID time kind of put us in a time warp almost where time felt weird. But, yeah, four, I couldn't believe that th- today was four years. I was like, wow, four years. Um, Yeah, I think the most I cried before that in terms of sports was when Kobe retired his last game against the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I bowled my eyes out. And obviously when I was just sitting at home on a Sunday just – 
I think I was. I think the Pro Bowl was on or something. I was like, I don't even know what to watch. Yeah, you're right because ESPN cut away from the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I was watching the Pro Bowl and I was just like on Twitter and I start seeing the the the, I think like you the random tweets and I was just like I almost didn't believe it at first and then once it sunk in, that was like the most emotion I've ever been about any sport and even like I I don't want to relate it to like a family member dying, but like I was so into Kobe Mm -hmm. that he was my favorite athlete ever. Probably after my dad, my my biggest role model. Like I I would kind of like. Yeah, I just love like the Mamba mentality all and all that. I wear the Kobe Mamba oh, mentality really? little wristband every day. Wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I wear it every day. I, I just I adored him. I loved him. So when he passed away, it was it was terrible. And you have favorite players that you may have never meet. Some of us get fortunate enough to meet those players, but it's like you you're right. You do feel like they're part of your family because you've watched like every game of his or almost every game of his, and you become such a big fan. You almost think you know that person when in reality you, you don't. But um, just how many people th- threw on a basketball court that he impacted, especially with that Mamba mentality, um, obviously uh, so unfortunate what happened, but he did provide so many great memories. And that's like, there's obviously a shame in all of it, but the real shame is he was just trying to be a good dad with his uh, wife, right? With, with his uh, with his daughters, his beautiful daughters. And he was just trying to live that life, right? The, the dad life of Kobe Bryant after basketball and uh, just got robbed of, of so many years. So rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, and that will uh, actually do it today for this week of the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll recap Conference Championship Weekend on Monday. Big thanks to Joe Flacco, Brian Urlacher, Ryan Horvat, each and every one of you for stopping by, listening, tweeting, interacting with the show. I'll be in Baltimore for the AFC title game. Make sure you follow along on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Zach Gelb, Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. Stu, Jack Stern, thanks so much. We'll do it again on Monday, everybody. We out. Bye-bye. Peace. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.